welcome to this conversation between me, Caroline Bish, Vice Principal for External Relations and Student Experience, and Linda Hanna, Chair of the SIUC Board. Today, we're talking about the vacancies that we have on the SIUC Board for non-executive directors. And Linda and I are going to be talking about these opportunities, find out a bit more about the board, and give potential applicants a real feel for what we're looking for in our new board members. Okay, Linda, welcome. Shall we get started? Thanks, Caroline. Yes. Great. So maybe a fairly uh, easy one to start with, Linda, and that's kind of what is the SIUC board for? What's its purpose and who does it work with? Thanks very much, Caroline. Um, So the board has two main functions that it performs for the organisation. It helps with the set the strategic direction and also the oversight of how that strategy is delivered on the ground. So what's the direction we're going in and then how fast are we going towards that and how well is that performing? So the board provides both of those things. So sometimes people call that oversight of the work that the institution does We work really closely together, obviously, as a board, we work with each other, but we also work very closely with the principal and the executive team in looking at how we're forming that strategy, looking at the activities on the ground and looking at how we work with stakeholders externally, both in Scotland, but also internationally in terms of the ambitions that we've got. So those would be the kind of main things that that we do as a board, very much around um, thinking at a Uh, not at an operational level, but thinking about what's coming ahead, what's in our marketplace, what are the major policy shifts, and what might that mean for the institution in the context of the direction we might need to shift, or the risks that might place, or the major opportunities we might be looking to do ahead. Great, thank you. I I will come back to you later in this conversation about really what kinds of areas you want to be focusing on with the board in support of SIUC strategy. But um, if if we've got applicants listening to this and uh, they're considering the SIUC board, why do you think now is a good time to come and join SIUC as a non-exec director? So it's a brilliant time to be joining the organisation and we'll maybe come on and talk about this later because I've only been here myself about 20 months. So we're an institution that I think is quite unique and differentiated. We're quite a a boutique institution, as I would describe it. So we're quite small, but we're perfectly formed. Um, We are very much focused on sustainability and the natural economy. So food and agriculture and a a range of things about how we use the natural assets that we've got so very much of our time and when we I think we look at COP28 is going on at the moment just in terms of some of the kind of planetary challenges that creates opportunity and um, SRUC is very much focused on those types of grand challenges. We're also an organisation that is very much focused on commercial, teaching and research and, and again I think that is quite unique in terms of the portfolio that we have as an institution which is quite different I think from some of the larger institutions and some of the kind of ancient universities so where we are I think is quite flexible it's quite adaptable and I think that gives us some great strengths in terms of how we take that forward we were ranked number one um, in the research excellence framework in 2022 for agriculture, food and veterinary services. And I think that just gives an indicator of our credentials around what we do and that we don't just kind of talk about this, but that we're recognised in the fields in in which we, we operate. So it's a great time to be joining an institution that has got big ambitions. 
And we've been applying for our own top degree awarding powers. And I think that also will give us a platform in terms of what we need to do going forward and the investments that we're putting behind that. And well, I personally have been in this role for just over five years and we've done so much at the executive level about positioning the institution. Our domain is so pertinent, as you say, and all that we stand for and all that we do in terms of values, uh, the proposition is really distinctive. And I would agree with you. I think, you know, there's the prospect of producing or creating a new kind of institution that's really distinctive, agile, gutsy and confident. I think there's so much to play for at the board level so that prospects really see what we've got to offer. So the other dimension to that I think is really important is, and, and this is something very close to my heart, but very much a place-based mission. So Scotland Rural College, we have campuses all around Scotland. We've got farms, we've got consultancy offices. So we've got a footprint in and of the communities that we serve a footprint in and amount amongst the remote and rural parts of Scotland as well as in the central belt. And I think that's really important. And we've been investing in the centres of excellence around the future of this economy that we're, we're, we want to create. So the investments in the digital dairy twin, the investments in a new vet school up in Aberdeen, an investment in the seed pod in Aberdeen as well. I just think gives a, an indication that we are putting our thought and our money around the direction that we want to take forward. We're also investing in the Rural and Veterinary Innovation Centre, which I think is going to create a great place for those three things, the teaching, the research and industry and commercial opportunities to come together working with Highlands Isles Enterprise and others. So I think those investments give an indication that we want a different type of model, but that absolutely we want to be in and amongst our partners, but also the customers that we serve in the businesses that we work with. Mm, I don't think there's many institutions can say that, to be honest. Absolutely. Well, and actually, maybe this is the time to kind of pick up maybe a bit more about the role of the board and and what SIUC needs from its board in the future, because all of those things that you've just talked about are to do with ambition and bravery and actually showing some real guts in difficult times. We know that the external environments remain challenging and have been for some time. But SIUC continues to take gutsy, bold decisions. What's your perception, Linda, about what SIUC will need from its board in the coming years in order to stay gutsy and confident? Great question. Uh, We need to be ambitious as a board, as well as the executive and the, the operational delivery. So the board absolutely has to be ambitious, but ambitious understanding um, where the world is going, how that is changing, because there is a lot of change in the academic sector at the moment. There's also quite a lot of change in research and commercial. So all parts of the organisation, I think, will be subject to some change. So we need to be ambitious first and foremost. We need to be understanding the policy environment that we are working within and understanding how we can bring solutions to some big things that are going on at the moment in the sector. We also, I think, need to be thinking about um, how we collaborate to compete. So who do we work with to achieve a joining up of expertise where that matters to support some of those either big challenges or big opportunities? So bring different expertise together that helps to do that. 
or by working together it creates scale in a way that we wouldn't be able to do fast enough on our own. Um, so there's some different things that we need to do. I think some of those could be with other academic partners, some of those definitely new commercial relationships, and SRUC has already been doing that. So we've got some pedigree around those commercial relationships and how we want to take them forward. So that ambition for the board is one thing. Being very clear about our risk appetite. So for some things we'll want to be quite risky and take big risks. Other things we won't have a risk appetite. So the board, and we've been doing some of that work this year, as you know, being clear about in what areas do we have an appetite for risk and in other areas that might be less so and how do we manage all of those risks. So I think those are all things that the board will need to think about. Our own board development is something that that we will be doing and we can maybe come on and talk about that. And I think the other thing that the board will need to be mindful of, two things. One is around our reputation. And because for any institution, reputation is everything, and particularly in terms of attracting students and staff and researchers and commercial partners. And I think uh, given the change in the sector, our um, financial you know, sustainability, because that is something that um, as we grow with our ambitions to grow and with um, other things that are going on in the sector, we just need to make sure that we're mindful of that. I would like to explore a bit more about board development because I'm just thinking if if there are um, perhaps less experienced non-executives or people looking to build their non-executive portfolio, what can they expect from their time on the SIUC board and what are your plans for building and developing a really powerful board? So since I've been here, and you'll be aware of this, Carolyn, I've kind of focused on a couple of things. One is around strategy, making sure that in the context of things that have changed during even while I've been on the board, that our strategic direction remains right and true to our ambitions and what we want to do and how we've tweaked that. So that has been a focus and that will continue to be a focus to make sure that that continues to be clear and on track to what we want to achieve. Second thing, I think, is just around that risk appetite because we need to understand as a board, you know, where we are comfortable with risk and how we're going to manage that risk. So we've done that work in in the last 18 months. And the third area that we've already done is a big governance review. And what will come out of that then is looking at how we shape ourselves in terms of the organisational structure and uh, how we organise the board to make sure that we can come behind that. So we've done those foundations. In terms of looking ahead, I would like to spend a bit more time, not least given the new board members coming in, around board culture. So how do we develop a culture at board level around how we work together to ensure that we can deliver on these ambitions and and work effectively with the executive? So that's something just I think it will be helpful just to kind of reflect and gives the new board members an opportunity to come in and be part of that team that's developing and not just joining a team that is existing. So that's something for me around how the board is built as a team. I think the other areas, just in terms of um, more specific areas I'd like the, the board to focus on is around commercial. So as we will be developing our commercial ambitions and our commercial focus, then the board expertise and input around commercial, I think, is quite important. And then I think a a kind of a second thematic area, if I can call it that, would be around uh, the academic oversight, assuming, you know, we become, get our top degree awarding pairs, the board role will change in the academic oversight. So I think just making sure that we're clear around that piece and how we perform our role 
at board level. I think will be two pieces. I'm sure there's lots of other things, but those would be the the kind of key things that are in my mind right now. That's really helpful. And what you've described is really interesting in terms of a non-executive interest in this role because SIUC is so varied. And because we have the academic, the commercial, the research, stakeholder engagement, there's loads of opportunities for people with really varied skills to bring that to the board. And it sounds as though you've already done some really great groundwork, but actually working on the culture piece, you could be building something that for a a non-executive coming into this board that could be really nourishing, really fulfilling and very stretching for a candidate as well to come in at a time of real opportunity and pace with energy. Yeah, I hope so. Um, you know, I've certainly found it good fun. So I think it's people who are really passionate and purposeful around what they do. So I think it would be good fun. I also think in the period ahead, as we some of these strands come together, as you've just described, there will be much more of an outward looking role for the board. We, we will be continuing to build our reputation and our brand. We'll be looking to build advocacy for the organisation and the board have a role, an appropriate board role, not an executive role, a board role around that. So I think there's great opportunities for board members to be coming in and bringing their networks, bringing their connections, helping us to do some of those things as well and bringing a fresh perspective as well as when we build the culture, something new and additional that, that that comes to that what i would never want the board to be is an echo chamber kind of i think you've probably heard me say that before so we don't want the board to be an echo chamber we want diversity of input and ideas and challenge to help strengthen the organization this organization will provide a legacy beyond any of the board that exists so what we want to do together i think is create that future this was an institution that came from colleges that have been around for 100 years. We want the next 100 years, I think, to be just as successful. So these new board members, I think, will help to kind of build the direction for that. Well, that leads me perfectly into my kind of final question, which is kind of which is more personal reflection from you, Linda, because I think prospective applicants would really want to know in your so 20 months here with us so far, Are there particular things that have delighted you about the institution in your time with us so far? Absolutely. So um, people. So I've been delighted by the people that are on the board, the executive team and the people that I've met in my kind of wandering around the campuses, as I've kind of maybe described it. So meeting students, meeting staff, it's a great place to work. There is a huge, I think I said earlier, passion and purpose around why people come to this institution. And I'm really delighted by that. I'm really delighted by the opportunity, given that we do both tertiary and higher education, you know, HNCs right through the gambit of the different education. So the journey, listening to young people talk about their journey, and they might come in and start an HNC, and then they might end up with a degree. And when you see those stories and the hope and the kind of opportunity that creates, that's that's delighted me it's also delighted me to see some young people coming in who maybe don't have too many academic qualifications but have absolutely thrived and flourished in our environment doing courses that align to their interests and their skills beyond academic skills so absolutely fantastic so i've really enjoyed that and i've been delighted by that i've also just been delighted i think by our ambition around um, all aspects of our teaching the research and the commercial and that in joining those up it's about creating more opportunities for young people so those things are not in separate buckets 
we want to create an environment that we hope our young people come into and benefit not just from the teaching but also the commercial relationships and also the research that we're doing so those are probably the things that I've enjoyed the most and as I say say again for me it always comes back to people we are nothing without our people and we are everything because of our people and I think that's the key thing for for me to uh, reflect on and that's the thing I've enjoyed the most in, in the last 20 months. I completely agree with you. As a staff member, it's the people that make coming to work at SIEC such a pleasure. Again, I agree with you. A lot of fun. I laugh a lot in this job. And for many of our colleagues, this is not just a job. You know, it's a it's an institution that they fervently believe in, that they're really passionate about. And it's a domain, an academic domain, domain that they know is really important and really pertinent. It's really, you know, it's tangible across the institution. You can't buy that. No, you can't. And I think we have various accolades, as I would call them, that give credibility to what we talk about in terms of what we do. The Queen's Anniversary Prize that, that we won. But when we also look at some of the research and how that's impacting on CO2 emissions and other things, those are real things that researchers and uh, commercial uh, parts of SRUC are doing that's making an impact on the climate and on people's lives. And I think there are not not many places that achieve what we do for our size. So it's a great team to be part of. Thank you. Any final words for any applicants who've got to the end of this and thinking, hmm, yeah, now that sounds interesting to me? I guess my final word would be go for it. If you don't know us, come and find out about us. Come and have a conversation with, with Aspen or go on and look on our website Go on and look at, you know, the kind of stories and the testimony that SRUCs has. Because I think when you read that, I think for me, that was one of the things that absolutely convinced me that it was something that I should find out more about. And hopefully when you see those stories, all the news stories, all the stuff that your team does, Carolyn, that's excellent. I think that that will hopefully convince them that this is something that they should explore a little bit further. Fantastic. Linda, thank you so much for your time. 